Okay, are you ready, Megan? As I'll ever be. (laughs) Welcome to I'm Screaming, a podcast for anyone who's ever felt like shamelessly screaming at the top of their lungs over a moment in pop culture. Because sometimes pop culture can be scary and you just gotta let it out. Let's scream about it together. Hello, Megan, and happy Wednesday. It took you a minute to, to know what day it was, and it? oh. it's, <laughs> Hello, it's been Giselle. a day. It has been <laughs> Giselle a day. And well, happy Wednesday. Oh no, like five times today. I thought it was Tuesday. I, I, I honestly, I'm losing track of time. Um, also, everyone, just to preface, we we obviously always turn our energy on when we are recording the podcast because we love each other and we love pop culture and we love you. Today is a day for us. <laughs> I'm just admiring. I got my eyebrows done today. Don't they look good? Oh, they look great. And when I stomped out of my apartment and was just like, I can't do any work right now. I need to take a break. I went and I know, got my I brows honestly, done. I need to like take a, like a note from you. I feel like you're so good about like going on your walks and getting out and like taking a break from work. Like I always tell myself also because I'm obsessive about hitting my uh, step goal and closing my rings. I need to be obsessive as are are most white people and your mom. Literally, (laughs) I need the energy of white women and my mother to get my steps in because literally my steps involve me walking from this seat to the other table in my house to my bedroom to do something downstairs to get a package back here. It's really not giving range of motion. Um, so I need to we'll do get you one of those it. standing desks or one of I the one. treadmills with the desk attached to it or whatever these the people have these days right the, like, tech startups in California I have my Peloton <laughs> and I, I should just they have a new scenic route so you oh, like girl pel- yeah while I, I do that on my on my mom's echelon yes so I need to do that. <laughs> when we're watching tv and like I just don't really feel like actually exerting energy Literally, I'll just put on the scenic route and just pedal. Honestly, just keep pedaling. That That is the motto this week, isn't it? That is the motto. Um, Keep pedaling. And for the first time in a long time, we actually are sticking to our initial format that we have laid out for you all. Yeah, we are. (laughs) And I don't know if you all even remember what it is. You do. But basically, we have five things from the (laughs) week. And we talk about them in order of importance. So, I mean, they're all importance important. to us. Yeah. Importance to us. Um, Which so we like to build. We like to build to a crescendo. We love a crescendo. And we then love a climax, you know. All and that. then we absolutely just disappear into the sunset. <laughs> we literally disappear. We disappear into the wind at the end always because we've exerted <laughs> so much energy. We say, um, what an episode. And then also, we beg you to rate, review, and subscribe. And I'm going to do it right now. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. Also, Meg, it's not on this list, but like I, we have to, hello, let's celebrate that to Miss Swift. She did, <laughs> she did big things this week. I know this week it's, I'm screaming pod Taylor's version. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Literally, honestly, <laughs> everything honestly, is Taylor's version. <laughs> I almost forgot, but I was listening to last coach right before this. And they obviously, I know I'm letting them, I'm together. letting them say, they said, everything that needed to be said definitely also like Bowen got to meet her I'm so happy for him yes and they got their signed vinyls mine is mine is sitting at the UPS store down the block 
has been all day for whatever reason um but yes happy happy red season to all happy red to all who celebrate and observe can you let can you let the listeners who love taylor which i think is a lot of them know your favorites of the new tracks just so we we have that base covered well obviously the all too all 10 minute version of course which i actually um, enjoy a lot yeah very good um really good just absolutely I mean I explained to you just all last week when you were like what is this 10 minute version like what I truly didn't understand is that basically (laughs) like basically like there was this these comments made when red originally came out about all too well that it was like originally a longer song and forever the Swifties have been like give us it give us it give us it and no one ever thought that they'd get it but now that she's re-recording all her albums it was a perfect opportunity so we did get a 10 minute version I do think it was well worth their wait um as for the other others of other favorites of the new ones um definitely the one with Phoebe Bridgers nothing new Miss mm-hmm. Bridgers um very emo, very, um, very, I think, good match of both of their talents. Like it, it brought them together in a good way. I, I do like the one with Chris Stapleton as well that Blake Lively directed the music video for. Oh yeah. How was that? Um, I, I haven't seen that yet. It was, it was good. It was like, you know, like very like aesthetically, like all white, like clothes right. and whatever. And then like pops of red. So it was like, whatever okay. yeah. it was starring totally. Miles, Miles Teller and his wife. Oh, which was an interesting choice I thought, but we're <laughs> not gonna get into that we're letting it go but basically I don't know if you saw this but there were all these rumors on Dumois that he wasn't vaccinated and basically when the music video dropped on Monday and um everyone saw that he was in it everyone was like excuse me sir are you vaccinated and then yeah. he, t- he tweeted that he was oh my god and he hadn't said anything before this so um that that I guess that's the Swifties using their powers for good I mean truly um, they have many powers and yeah and I mean I I think I was telling you this on Friday I like um these two tracks that were originally she wrote them and Little Big Town recorded them Better yeah. Man and Babe and I really love both of those but yeah just you know congrats to all involved Yes, congrats to congrats, congrats to Tree Pain. Did you? <laughs> I laughed out loud at Las Culturistas when Bowen was like, "I said to Tree Pain herself." And, and <laughs> I was like, Matt's "Yes, like you did." Manager. It's like no, her publicist, publicist, her publicist. Um, Get yes, it right. No. I was. I'm only like fifteen or twenty minutes into Las Cult, but um, yes, I, I do feel in tuned in the redness of it all because obviously you also just the world and I have to so you know this like red is one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs red's a banger it's a great song I haven't listened to all of it just not because I have anything against it just because I have not yet um but I we all know that when speak now drops I will um I know aside, I'm hoping put that aside it, my differences and stream the hell out of it I'm hoping that it's next for you I know I would love um, that for me also I'm my thinking great album I'm thinking that maybe she might drop Enchanted early because it's been trending Please on TikTok. <laughs> Giselle has been sending me TikToks of, it's funny. of women in parking lots just absolutely like losing their shit headbanging to Enchanted. Because it's a great song. Um, and also in Speak Now. Yes. And, and, you know, she did that with Wildest Dreams where she released it because it was trending on TikTok and Enchanted is in, is in the top 50 on Spotify right now. So wow. hopefully she'll give that to us soon as a nice little, maybe a little holiday treat. Yes. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, I felt like I felt as though that was a, a part of culture that we cannot <laughs> speak about. So we cannot speak about it. Congrats to Miss T Swizzle. Um, remember when she was like going by that? Wasn't that the red era where she was like doing that? I think it might have been before the red era because I think she still had like the really curly hair. Okay, but I, well, I, don't I know actually I don't know either that. because I don't know the timeline because as we've spoken about, like I feel like we we've swapped. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. In terms of like when we were like interested in her, so right, no, definitely. <laughs> I don't know that memory. Just feels like I've unlocked something. Oh, like, I remember I when I remember there was that thing. rap thing that she did with T Pain, yes. or was it T Pain? And she yes. rapped about baking cookies absolutely deranged um okay but yes thank you for telling the people the readers as lost coach they now in my head the people that um miss whipped is here so of course that was six but we're gonna move into number five um about another pop star that had a great week in the last years she's free britney is free can you believe it? Can you believe that she's free? I can't, I kind of can't believe it. I mean, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not, I can't make it. I'm not, but it all just feels like it's, it's a bit weird to me. Like, I'm so happy she's free, but it just like all feels like chaos. Like we, I, is it, is it like a cause and effect? Like, is it, she's free because we've had 10 documentaries and people keep talking about it or is she now free and we talked about it we always knew she was going to be free do you know what I'm saying like I I feel like this is chaos it's absolutely chaos and I don't know if you read the New York Times profile on her fiance who we all know I don't feel but it's a bit chilling I I feel like maybe you should go read it um I like does it support my theories I don't know if it supports anything. I think it's just a profile on him. And there's been a lot of talk about celebrity profiles on, on Twitter this week. I don't know if you've seen that. There's just been a lot of discussion about like why like celebrities come across, all celebrities come across so well in profiles. And it's like, of course, because their publicists would never let that happen. Like, you yeah. know, the, it's so, it's so finely curated and all that stuff. Um, so I don't know, but there's a bit of a sinister vibe to the interview. No, he's sinister. I need to read it. It, I will it, read that today. It really, it really um, gives me the, gives me the shivers um, as Ed Sheeran says. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I, I just worry for her. Obviously, like, I mean, like thinking about like, did you watch that video of her where she was like, I wanted like thanking everyone and talking about yeah. how, how she wants to go on Oprah and how fun it's been to just go buy candles, which almost made me cry because I was like, oh my God, this woman hasn't been allowed to do anything for herself for 13 years. Yeah. But that being said, like, she also, like, went through a lot of emotional trauma even before she was in the conservatorship and, like, seriously still needs therapy and probably medication. Yeah. Like, I don't know, but probably. So, like, I hope that whoever she's surrounding herself with now will, like, encourage her to do that. And I hope that she just, like, finds peace. You know what I mean? I know. I I just... There are certain celebrities that you just have to keep an extra eye on. Demi is one for me. Yeah. Selena. Um, Selena. Selena. Got to keep an eye out for Selena is number two. And Brittany is definitely number three. She really worries me. And as you said about this profile being sinister, 
everything that surrounds Britney Spears is so sinister to me. Like even yeah. watching, even watching documentaries, because I watched both of the two recent documentaries, the Netflix one and the Hulu one. I've seen them both. And all of it is just like so dark. Like it's 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 giving secrets, it's giving unhinged, it's giving plots, it's giving like all of that like there's giving plots. as there's always plots. demons it's giving demons and i do believe there's a plot you know how i feel about these kinds of things like there's plot here and there's people there's players in the plot who are pretending that they're not players in the plot and like her fiance her fiance i'm sorry like will, do you will, feel I like go down saying it that man is a player in the plot i believe it i like... believe it with my full core like okay we're hearsay it's hearsay it's hearsay it's hearsay oh yeah it's hearsay i'm going along i'm going i'm going no i'm going along with what you're saying i'm prefacing what i'm saying by saying it's hearsay okay but like if he's a player in the plot Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is he like like the dad and the family are like backing off but he's in cahoots yes so it's like it's like he's still they're still involved yes that's yes okay so I, that it, is what i believe i think that sam whatever the fuck his last name Asgari, is yeah yes as asgari has been a part of the plot since day one i think he was groomed i think he was picked by jamie spears and friend and family to be their eyes and ears for britney and have a hold on her in a way that seemed not suspicious even though it does seem suspicious to me still um but i think that he no, I mean, once again, this is here say, but like there, there is, I think he's had parts in like keeping her like sedated. And like, I think he's had parts in like, just like making her not well. And like, I, cause Brittany, Brittany Spears is unhinged. And yeah. like, you don't become that unhinged without things happening like I just and I also like it's a bit suspicious and fishy to me that the family is just like because fucking people were like free Britney they're freeing her like the the they don't care about their public image they care about money right that's all that that's all they give a shit about so so it's very fishy to me that they're just like here take the money right but also like now like right before she's freed they're engaged so like we're getting prenups drawn. We're getting things happening. Like, I just believe that he, I'm sorry, like is in cahoots with the family. And it's, it's, I want more for Brittany. I really do. I really I want, tr- I really want true love for her. I want I her just, to have like a clean break from everything from, from everything. the conservatorship. You know what I mean? Like, so like him still being around feels like a tie in to the conservatorship because they've been together so long at this point. It's sus. No, it's very sus, and the plot is thickening as we speak. We're not going to see the last of the conservatorship, Miss Spears, the Spears family, Sam, the whatever the influencer man who's her fiance. Um, yeah, I worry. I really worry. I'm going to keep two eyes open. I yeah, absolutely. And I guarantee we're going to get an album soon somehow. You think? I do. Like they, she's. The thing about it is like conservatorship or not, like Britney Spears is a workhorse for the people that work for her. And they like, you know what I mean? Like, I know she's just always been that. And I feel like there, unless we were like, we're saying she makes a clean break from it. Like, I just think she's always going to just be this 
workhorse for right. that. Right. And did you see she posted and she was like, I'm thinking of having another baby. Maybe this one will be a girl. And I was like, Brittany, please no. Like, like bestie. I was like, live your life for five minutes. Bestie. You can, you can adopt. You'll be okay. <laughs> But yeah, it's stressful. It's very stressful. I worry. And we're going to, we're going to keep a watch and I'm screaming watch placed on Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of Britney, but not speaking of Britney, but before we go on to our fourth prayers, Hilton got married. Oh, she did. She did get married. Which, which is chaotic for me because she was, she was engaged to a different guy. And then I guess they broke up and now she got married to a a different guy. Like, also, I think I dreamed it, but I thought that she was pregnant. Is she? No, I don't think she is. But I maybe it was Nikki. I don't know. I just like I think I dreamed it, and I was like, oh my god, Paris Hilton is pregnant. But she has that show on Peacock, Paris in Love, right? About and she has the cooking show, which I love. Yeah, um, Uh, but like good for her. She looked beautiful. Yeah, like beautiful. Good for Paris. And Kim was there, and Nicole was there, and Emma Roberts was there. Oh my god, wait, this ties to Britney too because I was looking this up last night. No, Emma Roberts has a baby with Garrett Headland. I do know she has a baby. I do not know who it's with. Garrett Headland. Okay. He's like an actor. He's very like generic looking, like white male actor. Of course. Um, but she attended the wedding mm-hmm. of Paris Hilton with this man, this other man who's her, who's been her friend. But apparently he was Britney's manager. What? Yeah, wait, let me let me Google this again because I was like confuzzled because um I follow Emma Roberts on Instagram and I was like, hmm, she hasn't posted anything with her baby daddy in a while, like not since like last Valentine's Day. Also, um, sorry, once again, like not to keep putting us on tangents, but we keep bringing up people that make me think of other people. Um, Emma Roberts makes me think of Leah Michelle, which makes me think of Spring Awakening, which makes me think of Skylar Ashton, the TikTok I saw of him singing in Spring Awakening. Yes, they did a one night only on Monday. And yeah. they like are filming it for a documentary that's coming out. Not that. Leah not Michelle that. finally getting work again. Leah Michelle not having work in years, honestly. Well, getting grandfathered into the work though, since she was in the original Broadway cast of Spring Awakening. But also like- And Jonathan Groff was like, we can't leave her out, guys. No, that's why I said. <laughs> Leah Michelle's whole career rests upon two people, Jonathan Groff and Ryan Murphy. And Ryan Murphy, <laughs> and Ryan Murphy can no longer save her. So now she has to literally latch herself to Jonathan Groff and never leave. Okay. Yes, agreed. Sorry, circling back to who Emma Roberts took to Paris Hilton's wedding is this yes, man, thank you. Cade Hudson. He was Britney's, one of B- Britney Spears' best friends and her okay. longtime agent mm-hmm. and posted a hashtag free Britney uh, message on social media. I've kept my mouth shut for 12 plus years on Britney. Enough is enough. After getting thousands of death threats, getting water bottles thrown in my head and bars from bystanders telling me I'm brainwashing her, Britney, I'm now speaking up. Mm. I don't understand. I, but like also, okay, Britney Spears celebrating her boyfriend, her brother, Britney Spears celebrating her birthday with her boyfriend, Sam Asgari, and her best friend, Cade Hudson. Oh, it last Kate year Hudson. in 2020. Cade. Oh, okay. C-A-D-E. Um, Got it. This article was posted on TMZ on my birthday this year. Happy birthday to me. Um, but that's who Emma Roberts took to Paris Hilton's wedding. I don't know if he's... Yeah, or straight 
okay <laughs> or but, straight I I did the hand but um, he was there he was but there. he was there with her holding hands with Emma Roberts and that's sparking breakup rumors with Garrett Hedlund and their baby is like eight months old oh messy messy mess 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 so messy um I guess not speaking of mess but also just speaking of like I I, it's kind of chaotic to me but in and here we go another celebrity beauty brand (laughs) this time with Harry Styles at the helm and I mean like here's the thing for me Meg like I have, I have so many thoughts because okay. my first thought is like, hello, we love Harry Styles. Duh. Like any, like we love him. Right. Like, right. obviously the days cover that went in tandem with this announcement or like release was amazing. Number two, like I'm just so jaded because I, I work with and have worked with so many celebrity brands, not all made equally, not all made equally. But in my past, not present, in my past, I have worked with this, with celebrity brands where you know it's just so entirely manufactured. And it's just like, obviously, if I was a rich, famous celebrity, like, yeah, of course, I'm going to put my name on something and like sell it to people and make more money. Like, I get it. It makes sense. I'm just like... Is there ever, is there ever too much? Yeah, there, there's already too much. Absolutely. Like, I just like want to enjoy Harry Styles, but like, I think it's too much. Yeah. I think he this. thinks, I think he thinks, and I think this is what's going to work for him for the, with this, um, is that it's all women doing beauty brands, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I mean, also I didn't realize this until just now. Didn't Ariana just launch REM Beauty? Yes. <laughs> Finally, honestly- after like years. <laughs> and I, and I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest for yeah. both of these launches. I think they're incredibly lazy for me, yeah. but the products are so lazy to me. I, if you looked at REM beauty, like it's just boring. Like oh, they, I'm sorry. They look like you could get them at Walmart. No Tino shade to Walmart beauty products. Because when you go to Walmart and get like fucking like elf beauty products, they're lit and they're cheap. And you expect it to be that way. Exactly. But like I'm not literally going to shop REM beauty to get some glitter fucking pot or glitter eyeshadow from Claire's. I'm sorry. That's, that's also going to cost you like $80. I'm it's exactly. got Ariana Grande's name on it or Harry Styles' name on it. Like not for nail polishes being like $60. Not for nail polishes, ugly colors. Sorry. Being $60. Not even cute colors. And they're like fucking eye serum and some fucking serum. Like I, I, Did you see Lizzo's TikTok like reviewing it? Because he no. sent it to her. She's like, Harry sent me his beauty stuff. I'm like, Harry's publicist sent you his Harry's publicist sent it to every influencer. Lizzo, come on, let's be real. Um, but she like opens the nail polish and like obviously like the branding in terms of like, I mean, we talked about this, like it looks like a sex toy, basically. Yeah. So <laughs> she like opens it up and she's like oh and this matches she's like oh look at that drip on the nail polish I'm like Lizzo are they paying you please I hope they're paying <laughs> you Lizzo, are they paying you and then she like does the serum and she's like oh she's like that's got an interesting um I don't forget what word she used but as she's like putting it on I'm like it's like every other serum it's just got Harry Styles name. yeah and I'm like honestly honestly I'm going to give credit where credit is due to two people. If you're not launching and being dedicated to your three people, 
if you're not launching and being dedicated to your beauty brand as Rihanna, Selena Gomez, and Tracy Ellis Ross, don't do it. I'm sorry. Because like those three women are fucking out here hustling. Selena Gomez, who I think is mediocre in many things, she is fucking doing rare beauty. She is meeting all the people. She is doing the spawn con. She is fucking on it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And Rihanna was the blueprint. And Tracy Ellis Ross loves herself so much. I love her too. But she is going to do anything and everything to make sure pattern is up in your face. So oh, like, yeah. if you're not doing it like those three women, I'm sorry. Don't get into the game. I'm sorry. So house, like, house Labs. Uh, Gaga, you know I love you, but- Middle, middle of the road. Middle. Halsey, About Face Beauty. Even though Halsey's products are a little bit more fun and innovative, where the fuck is that? I, I couldn't tell you where it is. Um, Scarjo is coming out with a brand. No, Ooh. stop. Where I just, it's just for getting, what? Like, I'm, I, I already, I'm sorry, I already going into Sephora, and you know, I'm not like the biggest makeup person in the world, right? Like, I'm mm-hmm. not like necessarily like wearing makeup at all most yeah. days, right? But like, I go into Sephora and I am so overwhelmed because there are so many brands. Like I can't even yeah. find the brands that I like because there are so many brands. And it's like, is that so-and-so's brand or is this so-and-so's brand? And then I'm just, then like, there are just like the regular old makeup brands. And I'm like, who's, whose is the best? I don't know. I need someone to do a, like a comparison. Literally it's, it's just getting to be much. too much. And I'm just like, it's just, it's just fatigue. Like it, Harry Styles is hot. So he's going to sell it. It, totally like the girlies have already like I am I'm basically a speck in this opinion because the girlies have probably already bought this it is probably oh yeah has, no 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 it has not even really launched yet because well it no launched, the pre-sale did the pre-sale launched so. they're not shipping until the end of November but I guarantee you it's probably already fucking sold out um and it's just like it's Billie Eilish launching your fucking fragrance where who asked I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> like it's it's and I I know I'm being a little bit of a scrooge here but and like let people have their fun but it's just lazy I'm just happy to have some like hot photos of Harry for promo that aren't just from tour you know what I mean? right right the day's cover was amazing yeah it was great so Um, but yeah I think I'm just with this like I said with these things I'm just so jaded because it's what I do so I'm just like I know, I know the formulas. Like I, I, I watch it happen and I'm like, Harry Styles has literally, I guarantee you he has done two things for this pleasing brand. They showed him, they showed him the swatches of the colors and he was like, yep, looks good. And he did that photo shoot. I guarantee you those are the two things he did. And that's also, it. and also like, what, what's the next thing going to be? Like, is he going to follow up this up? Like, we'll see, like how long is it going to take? He should have fucking made sex out? toys. Honestly. I mean, truly, like it would have been, it would have been more interesting. <laughs> like, it, do you remember? Even, I'm sorry. Who even does their nails anymore? <laughs> Not me. I just hate it, but I know people do. <laughs> but like, still. Um, do you remember? And I was, I was on another rabbit hole last night with this. Do you remember when Blake Lively came out with her lifestyle brand Preserve? I do. And like, everyone was talking about it for five minutes and then it was like then it had to close a couple years later because like they never did anything and they were like selling products that were so expensive so like no one bought any to that I say if you're not Gwendolyn don't do it keep it keep it I'm sorry if you're not the blueprint blueprint. what Gwendolyn is if you're not quitting your acting career to run goop except for Avengers 
as she said yes except for that then <laughs> then not spider-man avengers <laughs> avengers then what are you doing Courtney kardashian <laughs> sit down who's nothing who is nothing You'll never be her. You'll never be Goop. Um, My yeah. pro- what is that? What is that TikTok sound? You'll My pronouns never- are she, but not her, because I'll never uh, be her. <laughs> you will never be her. Um, it makes me think of the Shangela meme where it's like this queen on Drag Race is like reading Shangela, and Shangela's like, "You'll never be glamour." <laughs> and that's how I feel. It's like you'll never be Goop. Never um, okay, well, that's our feelings on Harry. And I mean, we still love him. Obviously, we love him. I loved it. Like, like I loved the whole. And it, the, honestly, the rollout was like sexy and like that. I was listening to that TikTok today, where it's just like the ocean crashing and yeah. him voiceovering it about find your pleasing, and then Olivia Wilde shared it. Of course, which I feel like was the most. Maybe I don't know. I feel like nobody really talked about it. Was that the most like? outright like confirming that obviously we know they're together she's at every fucking love on tour show but was that the most outright she's been like since I think so I mean we'll get to this later but another person did something today that I was like um yeah I think that is the most what oh I just don't oh okay I know I I know yeah you know (laughs) um yeah, I think that was the the most um, outright. Also, like, if anyone from the pleasing PR team is listening to this, uh, even though I'm kind of shitting on it, I will take the PR. <laughs> of course, just a little <laughs> take free product. And I'll encourage it because maybe they'll send a second set. By right, and, and you let the listeners know, I am generous as hell. With oh, my Giselle, Giselle really is. I mean... <laughs> Not all of you can be me, but if you were me, you'd be very lucky. <laughs> I have to say. I use my beauty counter products every day, bitch. Twice yes. a day. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, the girlies are always hooked up. Let's oh, we just. Are. We do be. Ah. We do be. Um, so pleasing PR team, um, please send it. You can um, CC I'm screaming and we will do a full review, even though we literally just shot on it for 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> next one. And that is debate, <laughs> which, I, which in our, once again, you all know that we do notes like full, which really like, once again, let's, let's celebrate the patron saint of this podcast, Megan Brady, um, because she sends me notes of what we're going to talk about each week. And I add small notes um, or I text her about them. So on the list, Megan adds to baby. I don't know what happened. Um, so I really, I, I don't know what I was in the middle of, but like I saw him trending and I was like, maybe it was Taylor Swift. I think probably it's, I like the so red bad, release, man. but I just couldn't, I couldn't engage with it because I don't, I've stopped listening to levitating featuring to baby. Okay. It's I so, did the work. Same. I've cut him out of my life. Um, okay. So to catch you up here, which I think, you know, this, because we've talked about the baby in many iterations of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Remember when I was telling you, he's like basically a colorist and like supports yes. his, the girlfriend who's a colorist. Yes. So the girlfriend is Danny Lay. And she is the person who is with the drama and all of this is with. Okay. So basically what happened is that the baby originally like was like saying stuff on the internet about his original baby mama, who is a darker skinned black woman and Danny Lay, his new girlfriend who he has a baby with also basically made this song like a colorist anthem basically being like i'm better than you because i'm light skinned all the things so that was very bad and then all the stuff with the baby happened with the homophobia bad so now we have 
reached a point where the baby and his baby mama, Danny Lay, the colorist, mm-hmm. um, she basically they were having some sort of an argument. There's two different videos. You can find them on the shade room if you care about that. Um, and he basically Instagram lived them arguing like about all this different stuff, like just like being awful to each other. The baby is literally like, she is literally feeding the baby and him, her and the baby are like having arguments on on Instagram live. It's like, number one, this is chaotic. Number two, please don't put your family business on Instagram live. Like it's, it's giving chaos. It's giving absolutely unhinged. It's giving like just you need to go away and stop being in the spotlight. Like it's, it's very, it's very bad. It's bad. It's, it's very bad. Um, I also thought we were done with the baby, but apparently he just keeps popping up. Well, like, did you see in um, Lil Nas's interview, his new cover interview, he like said he felt bad for him. What? Well, I don't know. I didn't really read it, but I saw like a headline and it was like uh, Lil Nas on like this feeling bad for DaBaby and other things. Maybe, maybe it was taken out of context. I don't want to like spread, spread fake news. Also like another part of this layer is like a reason of the fight was that DaBaby was kicking Danny Lay out of their home. Oh, incredible. Because because he found plan B in their house. (gasps) And apparently Danny Lay was saying that like, basically the reason she she says that she had it is like to baby just like they have sex and like he doesn't take accountability for the fact that like they could have a baby i don't even know right. she's just saying she, she was trying to like not have a second child with him i guess and he like freaked out and kicked her out whether that's oh true God. or not like why the plan b was there i don't know but um yeah he was like kicking he was like basically like screaming at her kicking her out like there's been claims filed to the police of domestic abuse like it's 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 um it's not good my my take here is both people are not very good people um but we should never engage in domestic violence abusive in ways of verbal abuse and or physical abuse both obviously are not acceptable Mm -hmm. and we should not be putting our family business and screaming at our family members and or our mother mothers of our children on instagram live i mean that's that's i can't add anything to that that's exactly right (laughs) and it's just like everyone who's like oh the baby has learned or oh he's like whatever like no the people that surround him obviously are trash he doesn't take accountability accountability for his actions this is obviously a different situation than what happened before but from this situation, it just proves to me even more that like he is literally living in his own universe. And like, he doesn't believe that anything he does will have repercussions. Right. I mean, As we, we talked to, I think like last time we talked about him, we were saying that like, he like truly doesn't think like about how he's saying things and how it's, it's being heard by people. But he'll, I mean, he'll never be. And I want to fi- I want to find a new word because canceled isn't it, but he'll never really be held accountable because like there's enough people that listen to his music, you know. Right, what I mean? and I like, mean he was immediately on that stage with Kanye like a week later. Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, so I wanted to clarify what I said about Lil Nas because I don't ever want to f- spread fake news on this podcast. But here is the here is the direct paragraph from GQ. The the interviewer said, "I think you really are a part of the hyper masculine breakdowns that have been happening in hip hop recently." They're talking about like, you know, the landscape Mm -hmm. of rap music and everything. 
And uh, Lil Nas says, I think that's certainly true. I'm not going to lie. I feel bad for the baby. I hope he grows from it. I hope he's able to, but I don't know. The whole landscape is very hyper masculine. It's so great and so amazing that all these female rappers are breaking through. And in a way, female rappers are the biggest rappers right now. And, and then they like followed it up with talking about how like that's another reason why all of these like male artists are kind of like it says going crazy and feeling broken for the first time ever there's not just one little kim there's seven little kims and a missy elliott and they can't keep up because none of them are jay-z or kanye and they know all that true i mean like who's bigger than doja cat right now no one literally not a no soul. one i cannot go on tiktok without seeing a hundred of the same doja cat videos she's it's in my head constantly it's wild it's her yeah i mean it's 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 really something but yeah that's basically the baby situation the consensus on this podcast is still that we obviously do not support and or stand so um that has not changed yep okay moving into something a little bit more exciting and but but still equally as chaotic yeah um, is Disney Plus Day, <laughs> which is a very important to the culture, but also Meg and I. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but for more reasons than even just Marvel. Yeah, it was it was um, it was so chaotic the way that they did it. I think oh my God. everyone was kind of commenting on it. Like it was basically instead of like a live stream or whatever, it was basically just like tweeting updates to the account like right like yeah i'm trying to go back to find my um yeah your your stream of consciousness because i sent i sent giselle a specific tweet from the thread because they just started tweeting random things right like there was the first thing was a video of like emily blunt and the rock talking about jungle cruise and i was like i don't need this and then it's like starting to go into like national geographic updates and all this stuff And then we get to this section that just like completely starts going completely off the rails, unhinged. Before we get to Star Wars and Marvel, please read your texts. (laughs) So Meg texts me, she says, or she texts me the High School Musical Musical Show, the series update, where it says Love is an Open Door, season three. And Meg says they're doing Frozen. And (laughs) And here's my stream of consciousness. Oh my God, a tear. Not Frozen, Meg. I'm about to go through all this, Lord. Not a new Ice Age. <laughs> Megan, these announcements are absolutely deranged. Not a new Cheaper by the Dozen with Gabrielle Union and Zach Braff. <laughs> Cynthia Revo in the Pinocchio live action. Enough. <laughs> Sneakerella, Megan. I'm so sorry. The I'm sneak- bombarding you, but. The Sneakerella trailer was maybe. It's, 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 it's wanting to be rags and you can never be Kiki Palmer. You can never be her. You can never be Kiki Palmer because Rags was fucking iconic. Um, and then Meg was like, wait, watch the trailer, Giselle. Your brain will melt. And I was like, I'm so afraid to. And then I was like, the Proud Family is saving me. Um, the Proud Family, the thing is like, I love the Proud Family. And the, the thing about animated television is like, you can just, like, I, I am someone who, I don't watch many animated shows, but like, I watch Big Mouth. And like, if I had cable, maybe it's like, you know, Family Guy or like Bob, I love Bob's Burgers. And like, I love, I like adult animation, but I also like, like cartoons too. Like, so I feel like Proud Family is something that like is mindless where like I'm working during the day yeah. and I can just like put it on. And I also just like loved it when I was younger. So love that. Another thing before we get into the lack of Star Wars and the plethora of Marvel is um, 
they're doing a Tiana show, which I think we knew, but they like announced it more. Yeah. It's, it's so weird because then also like they just recently announced this was separate of Disney plus day, but I don't know if you saw this, they announced that they're starting filming on avatar. Well, that's for Netflix. But the other thing was they didn't, Disney didn't do uh, anything to do with Percy Jackson. Oh yeah. When is that even coming out? I don't know, but I have to read the box set that I have. The box set that is, that sits under your TV every time I come over. Yeah. (laughs) It's been nearly a year on that one. (laughs) Yes. Um, Also, I know we all know that we're getting disenchanted. Oh, Amy, my love. It's just too much. Are we, is, yeah, but, are, we are we getting a Jungle Cruise too? Is that why they were doing that? What, um, I think probably, which like makes me laugh because I mean, not even gonna get into the discourse because there's so much discourse on Twitter these days too about like everything. But Emily Blunt like made a whole big stink while she was on like the press tour for Quiet Place 2 about how she's like, wouldn't wouldn't want to do Marvel because it's like it's so manufactured and blah 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 and I'm just like Bestie you're in Jungle Cruise and it's gonna literally be like basically like the same thing and then it's gonna get a sequel and you're gonna do the sequel because it's money I'm just like it's a bit silly but who am I to say (laughs) I don't know we're getting another fucking car show like enough we're getting the spiderwick chronicles which was a book I feel like everyone fucking read when we were younger I did read that um but I don't remember what happened we're fucking getting a Will Smith documentary about earth which I like can't do and a Chris Hemsworth one about earth too we're getting the the new which we all knew this Hocus Pocus 2 I think production had to shut down oh shit also, um, people, people seem excited about this um, Chip and Dale thing. Well, because it's John Mulaney and Andy Samberger voicing them. Yeah. But you know what was happening with this thread? Like, because Twitter doesn't have this capability where it's like, you know, separate things within a thread, everyone was tagged in everything. Like, yeah. So I'm looking at all of these, like, Disney plus shows other than disenchanted and like at Patrick Dempsey is tagged in every single one of them. John Mulaney <laughs> is tagged in every single tweet. Andy Samberg tagged in every single tweet, which it's just, just chaos. chaos. Literally but yeah, but then, chaos. but then Marvel gave us um, like the thing that we watched on Disney plus, which was like a 13 minute. It was like recap of everything that we've seen so far this year on Disney plus. So like yeah. all the shows, an exclusive like an extended sneak peek at Hawkeye and then like very quick little snippy snips of some upcoming shows and they also announced they're bringing back the animated X-Men series X-Men 97 yes um they gave us a sneak peek at Moon Knight starring like a five second sneak peek Oscar Oscar Isaac but Oscar Isaac is doing a very funny accent he's doing like Wait, didn't we talk about this? Oh, yes, 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 He's yes. He's doing yes. like a cockney, like British accent. He's like, I don't know the difference between my waking life and my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, quick side note. Did you watch Scenes from Marriage? No. I haven't either, yet. but I watched it. I went to start it um, the other day. You know what you need to watch? And I'm going to just sidebar right here. Love Life season two on HBO Max. Yes. Starring yes, William yes, Jackson yes. Harper. I love it. Um, I watched the first season. It's with Anna Kendrick. You can skip it. You can just watch the second season. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's, I mean, it's also fine. But like, if you want to get to William Jackson Harper. 
Um, they also showed us, sorry, back to Disney Plus Day. Yeah. Also showed us a sneak peek clip from She-Hulk. Which I mean with Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Um, very quick, very quick few little snippets of that as well. Um, also Miss Marvel, which yeah. looks fun. Um, I don't know whether that that's coming summer 2022. It says I, I think that comes out before the Marvels, so it's probably like a setup into the Marvels. Mm-hmm. Um and then a bunch of other things. There's like a Spider-Man animated series freshman year. There's like a Groot thing. Um, Echo, which is going to be based on a character that's showing up in Hawkeye, which by the way, starts next week. The first two episodes. We're back! Drop, the first two episodes drop next week. Next Wednesday. I'm excited. They're doing this. Um, Haley Seinfeld just always doing always, things. Always with the looks. Always with looks and checks. Always um, the Agatha spinoff from WandaVision. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, Marvel Zombies, which feels like a spinoff of What If, which we still haven't watched. So <laughs> we'll have to. We'll have we, to we, we might have to. We'll get into this in our next one, which is Spider Man No Way Home trailer. But I think we might have to before well, we see before that. that. Yeah. yeah. There might be some little nods, so we gotta like get the whole package. And then Secret Invasion, which like the cast is fucking stacked for that show. No, it's insane. It's like Olivia Coleman, right? Yeah. Um, Amelia Clark. Obviously Samuel. Obviously Samuel L. Jackson, which like that shot of him with his like without his iPad and like his like eye looks so cool. Um, who else is in it? Well, like Ben Mendelsohn reprising from. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Kingsley Benadir. Yes. In it. Isn't Megan the Stallion supposed to be in one of these? Randomly? Didn't we get that? Maybe. Like, she Hulk, maybe? Maybe it's She Hulk. That would be so funny. I can't wait. I would love that. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, it's like, yeah, I, I actually last weekend I watched two movies Marvel, a Mar- Marvel movie and a Star Wars movie, which I want to get into Star Wars quickly, but I watched. Um, Civil War, which you know is one of my favorites. I like just weirdly love Civil War so much. I love, I love, I love it too, but Avengers. you know, but you know that it makes me sad. I know. Because I hate when they're when they're fighting. When they're fighting, <laughs> it's like really upsetting. And like the moment when he finds out that like literally Bucky like <laughs> it's like, um, that's upsetting. Um, but <laughs> it's just like I was like, damn, like it's so good. And like I just I, we talked about this last week. Like, how the fuck? with everything going on, are they going to pull this off? Like, how is this all going to fucking connect? Like, maybe it's not, but like, it's just, my my brain cannot c- compute and handle just how much Marvel content we have. I'm not upset about it, but like, we have like, just, just so much Marvel content to consume. I was talking about it to Tim because obviously I'm like, we're an encyclopedia and he's like, how the fuck do you know all of this? I'm like, I, it just sticks in my it head. It sticks in my head. But it's, I'm going to have to know so much more. I know. It's going to be okay, though. We'll work it out. But, right. And then on that, like, with Star Wars, I was a bit sad. I felt like we didn't no, get anything. We didn't even get, like, the like I, people really thought there was going to be, there was going to be, like, a Kenobi sneak peek, because I think that's the first one after the Book of Boba Fett, which is coming out soon. Yeah. Um, which, like, I'm not that hype about, but I wasn't hype about the Mandalorian either. It took me, you remember how long it took me to watch the Mandalorian. So like, 
I'm definitely going to try and watch it. I don't know if I'll watch it as it's airing because it just like, isn't something that's like imminent. Like this is the thing with Marvel. They make all of their things have, they make everything they put out have like a sense of urgency where it's like, you need to watch the next one so that you can see the next one. Right. So like, obviously that's a lot of what people hate about it, but like with us, it's like, it keeps us engaged. It keeps us like wanting to watch it. Whereas with Star Wars, I'm sure it's building towards this bigger, bigger thing, but we don't, we don't really see the structure of it yet. Like we can't really tell because, and especially because like, if we're comparing where we're coming from with Marvel, which is like Infinity War Endgame and where we're coming from with Star Wars, which is the other film you watched last weekend, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it feels safer for Star Wars to stay in these like smaller worlds for right now. And then like maybe build to something bigger later. But, um, with Marvel, it's like push forward, push forward, push forward, like next phase, next phase, next phase. And then like, they have so much stuff planned out that it feels like a little bit safer to watch. I don't know. What yeah. Is. I feel like Star Wars is still developing what the fuck they're going to do post Skywalker saga, which right. I, which is never going to actually end. Like as we saw in Mandalorian, <laughs> like we're, they're we're bringing gonna, like, we're Luke's never going to get rid of fucking Luke Skywalker. And I guarantee you <laughs> Daisy Ridley will want that check and will be somewhere in the new Yeah. Because what's movies. she doing? Nothing nothing so yeah I mean I that's just all I want to say about that is like I really wish we would have got a little bit more Star Wars content especially since I had watched the movie I was like fuck like that would have been cool to see more but um, yeah and like we got like the behind the scenes like a short behind the scenes of Kenobi but I would have loved to see some footage like I know they've been filming it I know that it's almost done you know what I mean like yeah so like where's the footage Kathleen Kennedy like yeah. where is it? also last thing before we get into our last topic um is I texted you this, but like WandaVision really was like a fucking moment. Like no, I don't think was... I don't think people understand that like the show was so unique and also like it was a fucking moment. <laughs> That's yeah. all I wanted to say. Like no, it was it, such a moment. After watching that like recap of everything, I was like, no, 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 no. WandaVision is a fucking moment. Like it, it was. was like we we tried really hard, I think, with the other two to feel the same kind of level of excitement. Mm-hmm. about it and I think like in a lot of ways we succeeded I mean I think like the end of Loki was really exciting yeah. right but um but WandaVision really set the bar it was just different like I think that's what I I I just like loved about it it was like fucking different and I like I I thought they were all gonna be that different and it's not that I don't love them enough like but I I think that's what kept us going especially with the way it was like the 60s the 70s the 80s the 90s right it was like every week you wanted to see the new era right Um, and it was like I remember the first two episodes people were like I'm bored and I was like shut the fuck up like (laughs) yeah like (laughs) it's fun it's different like it's camp let's go fucking camp um Uh, I'm excited about Hawkeye just because we all know I like that yeah but I think now maybe we've like learned a little bit to manage our expectations a little bit better Mm -hmm. um you know like nothing's ever going to be like I we've had this conversation nothing's ever gonna be like that peak of like Avengers Endgame ever again like it's just not gonna happen like and if it does happen it won't be for years at this point so like just like take each one as it comes and enjoy it as much as we can like I have a lot of things to say about Spider-Man No Way Home already. Okay, like, let's go. Let's let's. Segue I'm really into it. okay. So like, this is what we're gonna talk about. Number one, last night we delayed our recording to be able to watch this trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a live premiere in LA. They invited yes. a bunch of creators. Tom Holland showed up to the Q and A after, and then they dropped the trailer last night at like eight thirty on the internet. Now. <laughs> 
it's been rumored and like i'm i feel like we just need to speak candidly about like the rumors and everything that's happening uh, we've talked about it before that Be candidly Megan. the rumors that andrew garfield and toby Maguire are in the movie I'm just gonna say they're in the movie like they are in the movie yeah (laughs) like there's no doubt in my mind they're in the movie they flop they fucked up the trailers like there's I don't know if you've seen on TikTok today there are like multiple sightings of arms just like hanging in out of nowhere and like people getting punched by invisible hands yeah and it's I wish I don't want to say that I wish they just showed them to us because now I, I am excited to, that like, we're not going to, at this point, we're not going to see any sort of clips with them before the movie, right? Like actual clips of them talking or anything like that. But like, it is so, it's been done, like the rollout has been so sloppy for this movie, I feel yeah. like, that I'm just worried that it's going to be a mess. I know. I don't know if you feel the same way. Yeah, I, it's, I, I'm feeling... I'm feeling a bit weird about it. Can I say why? Yes. Um, I agree that it's feeling sloppy. And then also, I don't know if you got a chance today to read Tom Holland's profile yeah. in um, GQ. Yes. But even like the way he's talking about Spider-Man and he's still Spider-Man just feels like he's fucking done. And I'm yeah. like, I get it. Like you don't want to be playing Spider-Man by the time you're 30 for sure. But also like you are still Spider-Man and also like you, like it, 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 it just feels like he's done. And like, there's like, they're trying to do so much with this movie and like, are they going to execute it properly? And they're also just not letting it happen. And it feels so close to everything else that's happening. And I just think Marvel's like, it, it, it it's just a bit too big for itself right now. They're and calling I, it like the director apparently called it like the, the Spider-Man end game. And I'm like, you can't say that. Like, no. you can't say that. I'm sorry. Like he's been in four movies. And like, when I say four movies, he was in Endgame for five minutes. He was mm-hmm. in um, Civil War briefly, yeah. very briefly. And then he's had two of his, or no, sorry. He's been in five movies. I lied. <laughs> he's been With in five movies. Infinity War. Including Infinity War. But like, I don't know, like even his, and I'm not one to say like, I don't want obviously more Iron Man content because I love that. And I do like that relationship between the two of them and it's different than the other Spider-Man movies. And I do appreciate that. But just the fact that like the whole first, the whole first two Spider-Man movies were kind of revolving around Avengers stuff, right? Like like Nick Fury coming in in the second one and whatever, mm-hmm. like he's still in high school. Like at least with like, I've, I've watched Spider-Man one, like the Tobey Maguire one over the weekend and Spider-Man two on Monday. Um, and I need to watch the third one, but like, he's in college, like he's graduating from college. Like it's, it's like, it's doing a lot more over a longer period of time in those movies. But I just feel like we're so stuck with him in high school. And I'm just like, he is 25 or whatever. Like, how are you going to like, stop him from being in future movies? You know, like, cause I agree with you. That's what it sounds like to me. I'm just like, obviously he's not signed on and I guess he's not signed on for stuff or maybe it's a misdirect I don't know but like the way he's saying like we're never going to see these characters the same way again and like I don't know like if I'm you know if you're ever going to see me like be Peter Parker again like all this I'm just like what are you trying to say like just stop trying to like misdirect us you know what I mean like don't say anything because it's like getting annoying actually I agree and like like you said like because they're they calling they're calling it like the spider-man endgame they're trying to do too much with this movie and like maybe it works maybe it works if it's three hours that's fine with me you know i don't care i'll sit for three hours i'll watch it but like 
if it just feels like bringing all these people in just to do Sinister Six without any lead up at all, it's going to be annoying. <laughs> and I really I hope, really hope it's not a mess because like, I love the people involved. You know what I mean? I know. And I, I totally agree with you. And it's also like with Tom Holland, like a little bit poo-pooing on it. It's kind of like the thing about the thing about it is like, if you are going to get the Marvel check, I'm sorry, you got to be committed. Like just do it. Like if you're going to do Look it, get the Sebastian check, Stan. just fucking do it. And like, also like, it just feels so annoying to me that he's like over it and I get it. It's his career, but I'm like, I'm like don't don't be like that even before the movie comes out like we're trying to be excited like after remember after like Endgame and like (laughs) the year after when like Sony was like actually psych like you're not getting Spider-Man anymore and for a while it was like okay like well Spider-Man's not in the MCU anymore like wasn't he like devastated wasn't he like begging them to work it out so that he could stay and now I'm like you've done exactly one movie and obviously it's a lot it's a big role and it's like a big movie but I'm just like okay so now you just don't want to do it anymore <laughs> I know I like, think what? Tom Holland is just going through that thing like where he's like 25 and he's like I want to be taken seriously as an actor yeah. but I'm like Tom Holland like you're Peter Parker like you're making so much fucking money oh, and you're honey, dating Zendaya like honey, I'm sorry, you're Peter like, Parker it's like oh you're Peter Parker honey like literally you're making (laughs) so much money it's so funny because to be taken seriously in like five years but like we need those five years sorry so funny because we talked about this like him and timothy chalamet are on such weird paths because they're like around the same age they they're both kind of like scrawny white guys yeah right and like timmy was up for spider-man and so like you know these are just like two paths that are kind of like diverging in terms of like but like Timmy did Dune. Obviously, everyone is like, Dune is so prestige Like, Dune is Oscar Beatty. Like, Dune is Dune. Like, Dune is still sci-fi. And it's, like, very, very well done and a really, really good movie. But, like, Tom, just, like, don't let, don't let everyone talking about Dune freak you out, buddy. Like, it's fine. It's going to be fine. fine. Your movie is going to make a lot of money. And Zendaya is still going to date you. But you know what? He's, did you hear, did you read the thing he said about how he just wants to like stop being famous at some point and like buy an apartment building and rent it out for cheap? It's like not yeah. saying you want to be a landlord when you grow up, Tom. The, the, like, the, the interview was giving demons also. It was like, giving, it was giving, no, I think it was giving like, like Saturn Returns. <laughs> it was giving like it was giving like 20s crisis right yeah where he's like I don't know if this is what I want to do with my life let me just tell you right now Tom Zendaya is not going to go live in obscurity with you Zendaya wants to be a famous person okay Zendaya so like if you want Zendaya famous. you gotta stay famous buddy he was like <laughs> oh like all we we're just two people in love and all we want to do is have private moments to be in love and it just it, I don't even know you have private moments to be in love all the time Tom. he's like it's- I don't even know how the paparazzi caught us in the fucking grocery store parking lot i'm like not fucking kidding me tommy like you are i'm one year older than you tom holland like we are the the intelligence levels are the same you know exactly how you got caught (laughs) in the parking lot don't act like you don't know because you're peter parker because you're spider-man because that's zendaya like exactly i can't but yeah i mean like I'm so obviously excited about the movie. No, me too. It's just like, it's been a lot. And then everyone's reaction last night too. Like I need to get off the internet. It's really bad for my mental health. TikTok is stressing me out. With but like, now. everyone is just so upset about everything. 
they're upset about the CGI. They're upset about this. They're upset about that. Like, oh my God, like, uh, it's the end of the world. Like everything, like, this is not the end of the world. I, I promise you, Spider-Man okay. 3 is not the end of the world. I'm excited for the new, for the Spider-Mans to come into it though. I am. I, I, I am excited about that. I do wish that there was a little bit more buildup, but I like also what I do like, I'll say what I like about the trailer what it like revealed to us is that rather I mean but this is another theory that's on TikTok too which I'll get to but it revealed to us that the title No Way Home doesn't necessarily refer to like Tom Spider-Man being like taken into another universe Mm -hmm. it's that all the villains are coming into his universe because he tried to do the spell I also like that the spell didn't work yeah. And like MJ and Ned still remember who he is. Um, but I also like that like Doc Ock, because I just watched Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. I'm like very fresh on my Doc Ock, um, is like going to become kind of like an ally, it seems like. Yeah. And like that he wants to help the villains because it's it's nice. Um, I did Not see me having to now watch the, all the other Spider-Man. No, you do now. Yeah. We can watch the Andrew Garfield ones together because okay, I already perfect. did the first two Tobies. I'll do the I'll do um, the Tobies and then we can reconvene. The Tobies are absolute like mania. It's so funny because he's, he's such a dweeb. He's such a dweeby looking person. Dweeb. It's so funny. Him but, and Kristen um, Dunst actually dated, right? I don't know if they did. I thought she was dating Jake Gyllenhaal at that time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right, you're right. Um, but maybe they did. Maybe they had a fling. Um, but. I forgot what I was going to say now. Oh, but the theory is that like at the end of the movie, like Tom's Spider-Man is going to end up like stuck in another universe. So he'll have no way home. And that'll be like his sacrifice that he makes. Um, I absolutely did not appreciate being triggered by Zendaya falling off the scaffolding and being reminded of when Emma Stone died in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I know. Absolutely not. I do love that the theories are that Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man will save her. I love that. Because like people are already finding, they're finding even more, even more like mistakes in the trailer where they're trying to like, they're trying to make one of the other Spider-Men look like Tom Spider-Man so that we don't know. And I'm just like, then just don't show us anything. You know what I mean? Like people were like, where's the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer? Where's the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer? Like, just don't give us one. People will still go see it. I promise you people will still go see it. It's like, don't. Just don't give it to us if you can't crop it properly literally if you can't edit you can't do your Sony, job you, and also they had so much time they released that last one in like july i can't like how much time did you have you had so much time to edit them out if you wanted to but anyway i am excited to see them all together um but i can't i wait. just hope that it's not super messy because then there's also like Doctor Strange. It's also, you know, it's setting up Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Like, you know, Wanda is going to be in one of those post-credit scenes. Yes. It's just like, it's, it has a, it has a tall task. It has a very, very tall task. And like, it doesn't even feel, and I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm just hindsight is 2020, but it doesn't even feel as much as, as like as much of a tall task as like Avengers Endgame had. Does that Do you agree with that? 100%. Because like, we had a clear vision. We knew we where a, we were going. We knew, like, where it was. Like, obviously, it was a huge cliffhanger. But, like, that that almost opened it up to even more in terms of, like, where can this go? And yes. 
we're still dealing with the fact that like everyone knows that he's Spider-Man and then people think that Daredevil is going to be in it too from the Netflix Oh yeah, there's series. a lot of there's a lot of chaos. It's just a lot and I feel like people are going to get their hopes up too much and think it's not going to be as good, but we we will be the judge. We're going to manifest good things. Um Tom Holland, I hope that you find peace in your celebrity life i'm so sorry for you that you're a celebrity and you're super rich and you're dating zendaya but like sometimes we all have hardships that we must carry and that is the paparazzi following you around literally (laughs) um okay anyway sorry long rambling about spider-man but as we as we have to i'm excited also tickets go on sale the monday after thanksgiving so are we and I get back from LA, not me just telling everyone my itinerary, <laughs> <laughs> on the 15th. So we can go on the 16th on Thursday night if you're not flying home before that. I fly home on the 17th. Yes! <laughs> uh, Let's go. Let's fucking go. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> The stars okay. align. This is when the stars align. You just knew. I just knew I had to be home. <laughs> I purposely didn't book a red eye. I was like, I want to be home on the 15th. Yes. Okay. Finally, that was our number one. Finally, we're getting to our new segment, which is called Wellness Check. Wellness Check. Wellness Check. Wellness Check. Um, and this week, we are, we are accepting a submission from... Vera. <laughs> um, yes. And her submission is. We got more submissions, but we are, we did get more know. submissions and we will get to your other submissions. I screenshotted them and we will, we will get to them. But today we're, we're going to be uh, focusing on uh, two sisters um, who you may not have thought of in a while, yeah. but they are the Panabaker sisters. And I mean, what a time to be alive when the Panabaker sisters were on top of in the world. High. In, stuck in the suburbs. Absolute, an absolute bop. Taryn Killam. Taryn Killam. Who is, um, now, I did not know this until uh, Impeachment, married to Colby Smulders. Married to Colby Smulders, yeah. Who are both acting in Impeachment. Yes. And they were in, he was, he used to guest star on How I Met Your Mother. Oh, I love that for them. Um, but yes, stuck in the suburbs. Uh, what was the other movies with them? uh they they did there was like a sweet 16 one right yeah they did like acting in individually but always on disney channel yes um i can quickly go through one one sister take take it away so i don't know if you all know danielle panabaker um she is the brunette one like i guess i don't know if she's always brunette but currently she is brunette and i know her as a brunette She's, I think, the older sister, actually. Danielle's older. What? Danielle is Yes, older. Danielle is the older Panna Baker. And um, she is currently, everyone, acting in a show that I religiously watch, and that is The Flash. Um, Danielle it was Panna on Baker, last night, wasn't it? Um, yes. Danielle Panna <laughs> Baker for the last uh, eight? No. No, literally almost eight years has been playing Caitlin Snow um, in The Flash. And she also now, as The Flash has progressed, is like kind of a superhero called Killer Frost, um, who is another part of Caitlin Snow's personality. Um, fun fact, though, about Danielle Panabaker is that low-key, she may be racist. Um, <gasps> yeah, there was drama with... Um, fuck, what's her name? I can't... 
Oh, Candace, pa- Candace Patton, who plays Iris. Oh, that was with her? Yeah, there was oh, a drama that, no. like, there were people on set who were, like, not being kind to Candace Pan- Patton and, like, being a little bit racist. And, like, it came out that Daniel Panabaker is, like, a little bit racist, I think. So, I mean, not to confirm or deny, but I have heard through the grapevine that that is the truth. So that's not very good. Not that. Um, but like that. Other than that, other than possibly being racist, she acts on the flash. Wow. Well, I didn't know that. And that's that's a bummer. I know. It's very much a bummer. It's very much a bummer. Um are you ready to hear about her younger sister? Yeah, you've really built this up for me. (laughs) Um, so Kay is the younger Panna Baker. She used to guest star on Phil of the Future. Mm-hmm. Um, she was on Summerland. Mm-hmm. She was in the 2009 reboot of Fame. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? She was. She was. I do remember that. Um, she was also in the Nancy Drew movie. Um, and I'm just gonna say that her last acting role was in 2012. Oh wow! And it was Beverly Hills Chihuahua three. Viva la Fiesta. Oh no. And she played the voice of a dog named Rosa. Um, a far cry from her Disney Channel days. Very. I mean, just devastating. Life is rough. You remember Life is Rough? I do remember uh, Life is Rough. None other than Kyle Massey and Mitchell Musso. Um (laughs) dynamic duo, if I ever heard of one. Um, but I just want to tell you that her current her what sorry read it and weep was a movie with both oh people. yes oh my god that was a good one it was um so Kay Panabaker is 31 years old right now and according to her wikipedia she's a retired actress and she is an american zoologist what she's a zoologist so she went back to school to go to be a zoologist i mean she studied zoology at ucla and as of 2016 she works as an animal keeper at, wait for it, Disney's Animal Kingdom. You're fucking kidding. <laughs> no, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> also, there is absolutely no trace of her sister on her Instagram. You can't make that shit up. But then her last, okay, her last post on Instagram is a slideshow of seven photos. She went to Dragon Con. Oh, no. She's a bit odd, isn't she? And she has her Twitch link, the twitch.tv slash... And her Twitch name is Peaches, which with a three and a Z at the end. Oh no! She has forty-seven thousand followers on Instagram. I would love to talk to some of those forty-seven thousand people. Oh my god! I'm on her Instagram right now. I'm shaken. It's absolutely shake. It's absolutely life altering. Oh my god! I'm finding. I'm doing. I'm learning about this wellness check. Like, wow, everyone. I, I, her her I Instagram is you, a dark place. I implore you to actually go look at the Instagram. Oh my God. There's an Instagram. There's a post from July 11th, 2014. Sometimes when I really miss my sister, I put, a, I put in my favorite movie. This is totally normal, right? And it's sky high. Cause Danielle Kapanabaker is yeah. in sky high. Also co-starring Nicholas Braun. Danielle Kapanabaker, almost 4 million followers on Instagram. Wow. Four million followers on Instagram. Because of the flash. That's crazy though. I know. Like, 
like Issa has 3.3. She has 3.8. That's no, nuts. It's, it's insane. I mean, I could go down a list of, of people who should have more Instagram followers than Daniel Panabaker, but literally Daniel Panabaker be made to announce we're back season eight of the flash <laughs> season eight. I mean, those CW shows are such a steady check, like, especially because I think as you do, like, don't you binge it all once it's like on Netflix. that's, that's what it is. Like I was reading about, um, dynasty that yeah. one with um what's her name ariana grande's bestie from liz gillies liz gillies thank you um and it just it got renewed for like its fifth season and basically i was reading that the ratings are so bad when it's live on tv like it's like 0.1 demographic so like a hundred thousand people watch it maybe but then when it gets on netflix everyone binges it so it's like no, worth it. it's worth it for the cw to keep making these shows because they make so much money off of streaming that's it i i believe that's legends of tomorrow because as you know it's one of my favorite shows and 100%. i literally watch it every time like i get so excited when it goes on netflix yeah. and i watch it in like a day like it's insane um bonkers but what a what a steady, good steady check for these actors i know damn i'm gonna miss cw show um but <laughs> maybe the cw should pick up julia and the phantoms and that's the solution like jesus if and if no one will give it to greg berlanti <laughs> greg berlanti will give julia her shot <laughs> literally like there's like there's fucking three directors that you can know you can get a steady check from greg berlanti ryan murphy or um Oh, maybe those are the only two. Well, Kevin Feige. Oh yeah, Kevin Feige. He's not a director, though. He's a producer. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, I was when I was watching both Spider-Man movies over the weekend, um, I was like, Feige, Feige. Feige. Yes. Like every, he was like, he was like not even the main producer though, because he wasn't the head. I was like, oh no. But we love him. But we love him anyway, Kevin wow the thing about our podcast you guys is like even when we enter in such dark states i come out of it so happy <laughs> me too me too i i felt my energy returning halfway <laughs> through um but yeah thank you for listening um please wish us well as we go see house of gucci tomorrow Ooh, um, father son and house, and house of, of gucci. gucci um I'm sure we're going to have so many thoughts to share. Yes. I cannot wait. Um, again, please rate, review, and subscribe. DM us about the Panda Baker sisters. If anybody knows anything, anybody has any tea in addition to what we uncovered. And let us know your thoughts about yes. everything. Boom. Scream it, scream at us in our DMs. Except scream. don't don't be don't be mean. Be nice. Thank you. Be kind to us. Have courage and be kind. <laughs> um, love you all, but most importantly, love you, Meg. Love you, G.